0: episode we'll be talking about sister Sledge we are family on the line I have Rob oh, hi, hi. Ben getting jiggy with it and Kyle oh. We are family is the third studio album by the American r and b vocal group Sister Sledge released on January 22nd 1979 in the United States April 30th 1979 in the UK cotillion records the producer was nile rogers and bernard edwards and the genre is r&b disco pop soul and i'm going to read from the book yoshi kato with its jubilant bass line propelling drumbeat and theme of sisterhood the title track to this disco era classic migrated from the nightclubs to the dance floors of countless wedding receptions and even to the mammoth speakers of Three Rivers Stadium when Major League Baseball's yellow-and-black clad Pittsburgh Pirates adopted it as its theme in 1979 for their World Series winning season. Like the 1979 Pirates, the story of how We Are Family album came to be is one of the right players clicking together at the right time. Guitarist Nile Rodgers and bassist Bernard Edwards were a crack production team that along with drummer Tony Thompson formed the heart of the band, Chic. Philadelphia siblings Debbie, Kim, Joni, and Kathy Sledge had been on the R&B scene for several years but were still relatively unknowns when Atlantic Records match-made them with their label mates, Chic, who had scored a trio of pop hits with discotheque staples Dance, 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 Everybody Dance, and La Freak. The sisters were given quality songs with the music placed within a pristine setting courtesy of the core Chic threesome as well as the dazzling horn players such as trumpeter, John Fadis and saxophonist Flautus, Alex Foster, and backing vocals by Luther Vandross and Chic singer Norman Jean Wright. The result: elegant, string-laden masterpieces such as "He's the Greatest Dancer" and the euphoric "Lost in Music," that stand along Chic's own work as perhaps the pinnacle of the disco era. Oh, and multi-platinum sales. All right, what do we think of Sister Sledge? We are family. Good stuff.
1: There is a good amount of material on here that is
0: of the best of the disco era. I will not argue that. But you're saying that a caveat? I hear a caveat in the voice. Um,
1: there's not... There's a lot of filler, man. And, and, and to, to my ears, there are some fucking stone cold like bangers on here. But there's... It's just... It's not enough for me to be super stoked about it when... As much filler as there is, hmm. um, but you know that I, I, I want to hear what you guys say before I continue on on that that note. I'm on I'm
2: on a similar note as you, as we tend to be occasionally. Rob, I'm uh, disco's not for me, but my butt does shake just like any other butt. And uh, does your butt
1: not quiver? Does your butt not quiver?
2: <laughs> and yeah, th- this album definitely has big high points and uh and. Kudos to the uh, to production team and Niles Rogers and Bernard Edwards, but I also think there's a decent amount of filler on here. Uh, I think I don't know to 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 get me to to be a convert to just a straight up disco album. I I don't know if this is the one for me huh. to to fully convert me.
0: Yeah, I thought this was pretty exceptional. I don't know if I've ever heard the it didn't. It in its entirety straight through, but I thought that the singles were good enough, you know, to carry me through the album. Yeah. There might be one or two songs on here that, eh, maybe not my taste, but I thought solid, solid album and probably, you know, being a non-disco lover, this really surprised me and, and probably I think might be the best disco album of this era. It's very close if it's not.
2: I wasn't here last week, uh Birch, but do you like this one better than you like uh the she- chic one?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. 100%. Uh, what
2: do you like what do you like better about this since it's like same core musicians and songwriters?
0: Yeah, it very much is. Um I do like the lyrics a lot better. It has actual lyrics that that aren't just throwaway lyrics. Uh, we're listening to Lost in Music, which is, you know, it has repeating lyrics, but they're not just, you know, say whatever catchphrase that that you want to. Um, we Are Family is is stone cold classic. I mean, I don't think anybody can deny that song. Um, I thought He's the Greatest Dancer was was really good. It just has their vocal, their harmonies and their vo- vocalizations with the strings and the same production that Sheik had. It's just that Sheik had a lot of songs that, I just, I could care less about.
3: I like this record. Uh, You know, I agree. Um, The slower songs weren't really my jam. Uh, But the singles, and when it just, when it pops, it pops. And uh, Birch, I thought it was really interesting you brought up the lyrics, because the singers didn't know the lyrics ahead of time. (laughs) Like Nigel Rogers just kind of fed them lyrics in the studio, so they couldn't practice or rehearse. They just kind of... He's just like, you sing this, and they kind of sang it and didn't have a lot of time to improvise. And this is the first thing that, like, uh, Rogers and Edwards kind of did after Chic. This is their first uh, project, mm-hmm. you know, before now Rogers went on and, you know, did all his bands in the 80s. I like this record. I do agree there's filler, and it's kind of a bummer. And maybe I just used up a lot of my uh, capacity for filler with the last Chic record because I was more into it than the, the stuff on here. But, I mean, the songs that are good. He's the greatest what? dancer. Lost in Music, Thinking of You, We Are Family, One More Time. Those are great songs. Uh, hmm. The rhythm section's on point. Like, the guitar sounds great. The production is tight. I mean, it's an iconic album. We Are Family is iconic. You know, we all heard it at our the weddings and, and shit that we go to. But that is a feminist and gay rights, like, anthem. And mm-hmm.
0: they cut that bad boy in one take which is that's insane. Oh,
2: really?
3: Wow.
0: Impressive. Yeah. I, the standout for me actually was lost in music. I mean, this is, it was a, a sort of like euphoric, uh, you know, anthem of, of dance. It's very cool. I, I hear it in so many, uh, other songs, but it's not one that I, I've ever heard played regularly.
1: I just wrote down next to that one. The guitar work. Good Lord. Good work. Uh, and again, you know, last when we were talking about Sheik, I was uh I was bringing up how much like you know, I really like that uh, that Def Punk record random access memories, and then okay. I, I didn't go about looking up anything about random access memories because I'm a dumb dumb. And yeah, fucking Niles Rogers is the one that's playing all the guitar on that shit. <laughs> that so, makes
2: sense. I didn't so know of that. Course. I, of course. And <laughs> I, I didn't realize until this week that Sheik and Sister Sledge are other than vocals for all intents and purposes, kind of the same band and like so many of these big disco songs I know are by both these bands. So now I'm wondering like, is, is Nile Rogers kind of, is he maybe not single-handedly, but at least kind of responsible for that disco guitar sound? Like is, is that just, yeah, yeah.
3: But, but yeah, fan. I was thinking of David Byrne with David Byrne just a giant Nile Rodgers fan. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: saw I saw Nile Rodgers in. I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw a sponsored ad for this new like a uh, Fender Strat acoustic, and uh, and it's Nile Rodgers in the ad, and there's like five of him just like playing like different like disco lines uh, on the on his Fender Strat acoustic. And I didn't recognize him at first, and I had to look into him. Like, oh. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's now Rogers.
0: <laughs> yeah, he admits, but- too, that this album is, you know, he, he says, you know, pound for pound, I think We Are Family is our best album, hands down. One night in a disco on
3: the outskirts of Frisco. I was cruising with my And it's crazy cause um This is when disco's kinda circling the drain. You know? It's already uh, another year left by eighty. By eighty, disco's well on the way out. Um I found so
2: can- We're finally getting disco when it's circling the drain is strange. Because like, like this past few weeks is like we've had we've had Bee Gees and we've had ABBA, but it wasn't really their disco
0: eras, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't say completely done by eighty because what Saturday Night Fever comes out in eighty, it's yeah, it, Saturday Night Fever was seventy seven, my friend. Oh, you're right. Jeez.
2: Did, so wow. So we didn't get we we didn't we we got fucking Odessa, but we didn't get Saturday Night Fever.
3: Mm-hmm. I found a really interesting quote um, from a couple of years ago with. Uh, it was an interview of, with Kathy Sledge uh, when they asked her about like the death of disco. She said it was definitely political. I could sense the tide was turning when La knocked, uh, you don't bring me flowers by Barbara and Neil out of the number one spot. That's uh, Barbara Streisand and Neil Diamond. Uh, that's when the industry started to think it wasn't something to support and began moving away from it. Anything with a beat got tagged disco. And that's why R and B artists all but disappeared from pop radio
0: hmm interesting and i
3: thought about that but we think about like when mtv first came out like they didn't play any r&b uh until like 83 like with beat it right i mean that was michael jackson was like the first r&b artist on mtv right
2: you you might be right yeah trying to think of anyone
1: yeah
3: i mean yeah michael jackson was the first black artist that mtv played after being on the air for like two years
1: yeah, sorry. After being chastised by David Bowie in that interview about why don't you guys play any black
3: artists on your stupid television show? Um, yeah, and I don't you know. I think it's interesting because disco went away quick. Like, have you guys ever seen footage of where they had, like, mass record-burning events? Like, in the mm-hmm. year 90, where they would burn disco records? Like, in, in It was football.
2: like classic classic rock DJs were hosting them.
3: Yeah, and it's... I don't know. I I feel like the death of disco is really interesting to me. Like
2: it's like it it blew up really quick, and then there was just as quickly a backlash type of thing. Not yeah. necessarily a backlash, but like just like the air lets out of the room.
3: As well, yeah, the, that quote from Kathy Sledge, where uh, when she said, "I could sense the tide was turning when LaFreak knocked out," you don't bring me flowers. Like yeah,
0: I don't know. Like they were, it was, it was getting so big that they were going. Uh, the record companies had to you know kind of squash it in a way so in saying? a way
3: too but i mean you think there was there's kind of a monoculture back then you know with like three channels and a handful of radio stations you know if if the if the big wigs wanted to squash disco like they could you know i mean you couldn't really you know turn to an alternative radio station or you know yeah look on the internet i don't know how many disco records we have left in this book um but i, I feel like there can't be that many
0: no, I don't think we'll we'll, we'll get too many more. Uh, we'll have another another Chic record for sure. We getting any more ABBA?
2: Yeah, uh, so. yeah. We, we got one more. Yeah, one more. We, we got the Visitors.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Ooh. Yeah, it's good one.
2: Man, this guitar intro to Thinking of You that we're hearing right now.
3: Yeah, is really cool.
2: Oh, really big guitar
3: next to that one. Yeah, think, great song.
0: Yeah, and I think what you guys are feeling probably is just those ballads, right, on this album. If I had to yeah, guess, couldn't get
2: into it I, college, I want but... that funky Nile Rogers guitar, is what I want if I'm listening to disco.
3: Right. No, Think of You, it's got that poppy bass groove and that nice percussion. Yep. Like, ooh. Yeah, the
1: it's
2: got and songs, everything.
1: The songs that didn't, like, the, the the four songs that got me were uh, He's the Greatest Dancer, Lost in Music, Thinking of You, and We Are Family. And then the Same. rest of it, I just kind of thought, like, you know, put, put it on the ice float and, like, you know, push it out to sea and just give me that like, you know, LP.
3: Oh, go listen to a give you those again, Rob, it's pretty good. Yeah, one, one more time. One more time. Is
1: one more time. <laughs> I d- I was just hoping it would be the, uh, I was hoping that that song would have been th- a song that Daft Punk covered with their version of one more time. Oh. You started, I knew it was I it was going. hoping
2: it would be, uh, the, the Joe Jackson song. One more time. Yeah.
1: That's pretty good uh, though. It I didn't realize that, I didn't realize that Niles Rogers went on to produce so many records. Yeah, I want. I, I was just looking at his. Yeah, uh, let's dance, David Bowie. That's Niles Rogers. Nile Rogers. Yep.
0: I like this song a lot, Kyle. Thinking of you is great. I like the hand drums. I like the guitar and I like the bass line. I j- you were asking earlier about the you know what what's the difference between this and Chic and there, you're right. There's they're similar. I don't I don't know exactly why this one uh, I'm accepting of this one. I think a lot of it has to do with just the songwriting, just the how the songs are crafted. Um, there is isn't a four or five minute solo in one of the songs. The last song is not just a joke song that just uh, <laughs> plays itself out way too early. Um, you We're know, still so angry. About this. And they're and they're so and, and that that one also had ballads that I found grating, more grating than this. I mean, there's I think that a seven minute ballad on a uh, chic um so I, I i at least these ballads are manageable at you know four and a half minutes and and uh i don't know they just, it just sounds a, a bit fresher to me that one sounded like they were they had the songs and just threw it together this one feels like a real complete cohesive album i respect that
3: hmm
2: yeah that makes sense
0: uh, I did want to say that the sisters, one of the most fascinating thing, I mean, I mean, Sister Sledge is a fascinating band to read about, but one of the most interesting things is uh, before this album, you know, they were doing R&B performances with the d group. group. Uh, the sisters performed at the Zazir, uh, Zaire 1974 concert in Africa alongside James Brown during the Rumble in the Jungle boxing event. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. BFD I thought it was uh, a pretty amazing that uh, they were, they were kind of unknowns, but they uh, obviously, uh, you know, signing to Atlantic, they got some opportunity. Also, we, we haven't even discussed, you know, right place, right time. This might be the best example of just having a moment where chic comes off a number one, you know, hit record and you're a new band on the label and they just give you the best producer backing band that you can possibly think of.
2: I think that that that's how now Rogers wanted it. I think that he didn't want a band that was like really established had, had, he, he, he wanted, he wanted like the, uh, what la- is it? Atlantic? What label yep. is it? Uh, yeah. he wanted, yeah. Like a- a- Atlantic's least established band, so you know he could you know really get in there and get his hands dirty like you know like do his thing
0: yeah i had read that he he had complete control over this record there was uh he said from start to finish they get, they just let him do whatever he wanted and i did i did read that that he was a little nervous too to work with some some of the bigger names that he could have uh thrown to him but yeah There's nothing like having your own vision and and being able to do this.
2: responsibility to me is a tragedy i'll get a job some other time uh-huh. i want to join the band and play in front of crazy fans
3: yes i call that temptation
2: man we can we can uh cross another uh uh will smith sample off the list <laughs> yeah we've gotten Both, the most yeah. of uh stevie wonder uh there was a few different Wilson, uh, Sam, Will Smith samples yeah. on CB Wonder. Like uh, Wild Wild West was
0: one of them. Oh, I thought Sir there was Duke. another one too. Yeah, Sir Duke, and then he's the greatest answer is getting yeah. getting jiggy with getting it. jiggy with it. <laughs> I I find that really interesting because it doesn't seem like he's digging very hard for these samples. <laughs> I mean, hit yeah. songs. Don't get me wrong, but. Well, it you is. take a little bit of a hit song, and
2: and it's the Puff Daddy formula, water.
0: yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Come with me again, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. We're listening to "We Are Family." This song, it's amazing. It's iconic. It's iconic. It's every
2: wedding I've ever been to.
3: Yeah,
0: um, I, I like weddings.
3: I mean, this and uh, I'm coming out, Diana Ross, or
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know, iconic songs.
0: Yeah. I did read
3: an article. um,
2: Aren't they both now Rogers also? I think I'm coming out as him.
3: Oh, I'm
0: sure. It is.
2: is. Yeah, actually, I I just scrolled (laughs) down on this page and it's absolutely him. (laughs) I don't know why,
3: but I think (laughs) I
0: I did read an article recently with Joni um, and they were talking about like LGBTQ uh, community embracing this song. And she was kind of asking the reporter, um, you know, why do you think... Why do you think that this this song is uh, is seen as sort of an anthem? And the reporter responded by saying something like, "You know, a lot of those a lot of the people in that community feel ostracized by their own family members, and they have to find their own love and acceptance within a different community, of family. And this song really uh, uh, is a, is a good example of that." And uh, Joni agreed oh, yeah. and, and thought, you know, she's quoted as saying, yeah, we should all love and embrace each other. So it's really cool to see them, you know, totally uh, on board with uh, with the song. I mean, also being the anthem for the 1978 uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, fantastic. <laughs>
2: yeah. the, the sisters, Sledge, are from Philly, right? Yep. Do you think that there is any... F- Philly baseball blowback for 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 I know it's the
0: same state but it's two competing cities, right? True. And I just now that you said Philadelphia put it together with the uh, Pittsburgh Will Smith. Oh oh
2: yeah. Uh West Philadelphia specifically. Yeah. Just-
0: Welcome to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was I always thought he was from the wild, wild west. <laughs> All right, what'd you think of this album,
1: Rob? it's got four great songs on it and then three songs I don't really care about. And it's awesome. Wait, wait, and wait.
0: That's only seven what? songs.
1: Then it has eight four songs more songs on here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Fine. I'll, I'll, I'll count with my finger. Yes. There are four songs I like, and there's four songs I could do without. Um, and that is not enough for me to give it a positive. I will go neutral, but with the caveat that, I mean, if if you like the disco music, this has four of the best disco songs like ever put to wax. So there's that, and yeah, uh, Nile Rodgers and uh, Bernard Edwards they they knocked it out of the park with the production. But I, I I can't I can't give it a recommendation off of half the album me not really being into it. So Kay. neutral.
2: I think I had the same four songs start as you, uh, Rob. He's a greatest dancer, lost some music, thinking of you, and we are family. Yep. And so once again, I'm kind of just going to echo what you're saying. It's not enough for a full positive from me. Uh, So I'm going to have to go neutral. Production's great. If you're into disco, listen to it. I just feel like I'm echoing Rob, so I'm going to pass it on.
3: Okay. I'm going to give it a positive. Um, Good for you. (laughs) I think there's a lot to like on this record. Um, I like five songs. (gasps) Um, I think the last song's a banger. I think you guys should listen to it again. I'll revisit it. I like this record a lot. It put a smile on my face. Uh, It's got a couple iconic songs. Production's great. Tickled my brain. Thumbs up.
0: Yeah, I'll go a positive as well, which is kind of uh, amazing. I don't know if I was expecting that. It's just uh, It was over before I even knew it, which is always a good sign for a record when you're not like looking at at the clock or your watch um i don't think those ballads hit me as hard as as uh you guys maybe i i think that they're just easy to they just kind of gloss over but the good songs are great absolutely get out of your chair and dance especially to you know thinking of you and to we are family or the first two songs for that matter um but yeah, solid, solid band. I mean, this is this is uh tight, well recorded, and the uh, singing is a uh, is pretty, uh, pretty great. All right, next time we'll be talking about Crusaders' Street Life. All right, thank you.